Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm Jeanette Sachs, your host. Today, I want to talk to you guys about something that I want to put in your head. And I want you to ask yourself this question, because I think that sometimes we go through life and we don't stop to think about things. We don't stop and question ourselves on why we do what we do, on why we think the things that we think. And it's really easy to get in certain habits, habits like being that friend that always cheers for her friend. You're always there for her. You're always encouraging her. You're the one that she knows that she can come to and you're going to push her to pursue her goals and do her best and remind her of how great she is and how talented she is and how perfect she is already to do the things that she wants to do. But then we don't do that for ourselves. You may be holding yourself back. You don't give yourself the same talk. You look in the mirror and you critique yourself. You put yourself down. You see all the imperfections instead of seeing all the beautiful things about yourself. We always hear people say, you know, would you tell your friend the things that you tell yourself in private? Would you tell your friends the things that you think about yourself and tell them that they should think the same things? For most of us, it's a no. We would never tell our friends anything to make them feel worse. But have you noticed how easy it is for you to tell yourself things that instead of uplifting you, it actually brings you down even further? It breaks you down even more? It grows your lack of belief in yourself even more? A lot of times I have noticed that when I'm working with women and we're talking about their goals and we're talking about their lives, their wellness, things that they want to do in their lives. And then we start digging deep to try to figure out what is it that's holding you back? A lot of times it's just not having the belief in themselves that they are capable of doing this stuff. You know, once we're able to figure out the steps, put the plan together, the action steps, the things that they'll know how to do to grow the business or to create a routine for their wellness. Once we set that up, it's like, okay, girl, now you know what to do. Now it's just a matter of showing up and doing it, right? But a lot of times, a lot of people have the answers on how to do something and they still stay stuck. And the reason is that fear that they don't have what it takes to do it. The reason is that belief in themselves is not there. And, you know, there are so many different things that you could have gone through in your life, even as a child, that could be the reason why you're not moving forward, why you lack the belief. Maybe growing up, you didn't have somebody that believed in you. It's very common in certain cultures to hear that you tell your kids they can do anything they want because it's like they're children. You want to let them know that they can do anything that they want. And now as a parent myself, I ask myself, I wonder if every parent that has ever said that to their child now, back in the days, 10, 20, 30 years ago, did we really believe that? Like, did they 
really believe that their child could grow up and be anything that they want and continue to show them that as they got older, not just when they were three, four, five years old and they thought they wanted to be like princesses and have these fairy tale fantasies of what they wanted to be when they grew up. But what about when your child was in middle school? What about when your child was in high school? What about when they went to college? Did they always know that anything that they put their mind to that they can do for themselves? Did they always believe in that because you were so on it? You were there reminding them all the time. It is so sad to witness some things sometimes. And it's like, man, I don't think people do things on purpose. I just think that sometimes depending on how you grew up, your belief system, the way that you were raised, you grow up believing certain things. And my mind has been thinking about this a lot because I really do think and I have seen the effects that it has on people's lives and how they choose to live their lives, the action that they take, the things that they pursue, the things that they create in their lives, whether they are really good things or really bad things. I ask myself questions and I read books and ask myself, what separates, you know, you have a family that grows up together. You have siblings that have the same mom, the same dad. They grow up in the same household. So they're getting the same affection. They're getting the same lessons in life, like they're being raised the same way, what makes one child grow up to be a very successful adult who has a great career, who has their life together, who's doing great things in the world? And then you have another person who may grow up and be an addict and completely destroy their lives. What does that? I am such a nerd when it comes to stuff like this because it's just, it's something that I have always found intriguing. Like what causes this in our minds, in our souls, in our spirit? What is it about these situations where one person can decide to do amazing things and then the other person destroys their life? And I mean, we can sit here and have hours and hours of discussions and there's so many different experts that can talk on this topic and share so many different things that happen because it doesn't just come down to one thing. But I wanted to talk to you in this episode about why it's so easy for you to cheer someone else on, but not yourself. Start asking yourself these questions so that you can figure out why you do that and really narrow down and have the answers for yourself on why you can be there for yourself. Because as much as you try to be there for someone else, as much as you try to give and give and give, if you're not putting that much effort for yourself, eventually you're going to be so empty that even your family and your friends are not going to be able to get much from you because you're going to be emotionally detached. You're going to be so drained because you are not filling up your own cup. You're not filling up your own spirit. You're not pumping yourself up. And if you don't have people in your life that are doing that for you, people that are constantly reminding you how great you are, constantly reminding you how capable you are to pursue your dreams. Because let's be real, not everybody has that. I always say people who have an amazing family support system, an amazing group of friends that are there for them, no matter what, those people are blessed. But if you don't have that, how are you going to continue? How are you going to show up to your life and be like, you go girl, you got this. And I got this too. I got this too. Like I'm going to do this stuff that I want to do in my life. I'm going to pursue this goal and I'm going to go for it because I know I can do it. If you are not pumping yourself up at some point, you're going to be completely empty that you're not even giving to yourself and you're definitely not going to be able to give to someone else. 
There's a saying that I heard, and you've heard it too, you know, when you go on an airplane, if something goes wrong and the airplane's going down, what are you supposed to do with those masks? You have to put the mask on yourself first before you try to put the mask on anyone else. Because if you faint, if you go down, how are you going to help anyone else? Well, I want you to think about that in your life. You know, it's great that you're showing up and cheering for others, but don't forget to cheer for yourself first. Don't forget to empower yourself. Every day when you wake up, look in the mirror and be like, all right, girl, you are doing some things today. You got this. You're smart. You have what it takes. You are capable. Don't let nothing get in the way. Control your thoughts. You got this. You've been through harder things. You can get through this too. Whatever your situation is, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and pump yourself up before your day even starts. And whenever you face challenges, go back and look in the mirror again and remind yourself that you're going to get through this too. Whenever you have to do something that scares you, go in the mirror and remind yourself of other things you've done in your life because there are things If you are standing here today, I promise you, you have gone through things that at the moment you thought you couldn't get through, but you got through them. So whatever you're going through right now that feels really hard, look in the mirror and remind yourself of those other things you thought were really hard that you got through and go after it. Don't let fear and doubt stop you, but you have to pump yourself up. You have to be your own cheerleader. And as you're doing all of this thinking and, you know, I recommend you guys journal things out, journal out your thoughts. If you're asking yourself, like, why do I do this? Where is this coming from? Why is it so hard for me to cheer for myself, to believe in myself? What in my life happened, whether it happened when you were a child or it happened as an adolescent or, you know, young adult, wherever in your life, what happened to make you not believe in yourself? Because if you can figure out and pinpoint, you know, and you might need therapy for this, like you might need to go and talk to someone about it and have them help you figure it out. But when you can pinpoint why you do what you do, why you feel the way that you feel, you are able to heal from it. You know, change when you go through life and your life changes a lot. I like to say my life changed a lot because my life that I have right now, the life that I always say God bless me with because I don't think I would be able to have changed my life so much by myself. I do believe that these are blessings that were sent to me. And I think that those blessings are available and sent for all of us. But I don't think that they just magically happen. I think what ends up happening is the blessings are there. The opportunities are there. But if we're so afraid and we don't believe, we're never going to walk through those doors. And so it's kind of like you're, you know, I like to picture it like on the other side of this door where I'm afraid to try something new or I have to pivot in my business or I have to be challenged and I'm uncomfortable. But in order to get to that blessing, I have to walk through that uncomfortable door. And I think that I've been able to do that enough times to realize there's always something better on the other side. So you just have to do it. And it doesn't matter how uncomfortable it is, how much I'm just like, oh my goodness, like I don't even know if I'm capable of doing this, but I'm going to go for it. I always surprise myself. And I really think that my life has changed because of that. But I can tell you this, like I had to do a lot of work and try to figure out why I thought the things that I thought, why in certain areas of my life before anything started changing, why I kept repeating the same stuff. 
You know, what made me feel like I wasn't capable of changing my life? What made me feel like I couldn't do what I wanted to do as an entrepreneur? What made me feel like I had to be stuck in a body that I was uncomfortable with? Why was it so hard to lose weight until I turned 28 and finally made the choice to go, okay, I'm going to do this? What was the difference between how I thought about things when I was 28 and started taking action, different action, to when I was 25? What developed? And it was pinpointing what was holding me back. What were some of the things in my life that I grew up believing that I needed to change? And when you can pinpoint that for yourself, you're going to be able to go through a healing process. You're going to know what action you need to take to change what you thought was your reality. Because if you grew up believing that there's a cap on how much you can do, if you grew up with parents telling you like, you know, finish school, but like after high school, you have to go get a job. You have bills to pay. Instead of having a parent that'd be like, you know, after high school, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to college? Let's figure this out. You know, even if finances were hard, you know, let's sit down and really set a plan on what you want to do in your life. And here's the thing. I'm going through that with my daughter. My daughter's 20. When she was 18, she was stressing out about what to go to college for. And I looked at her and I said, babe, don't worry about it. Go for the career and the thing that interests you. Go and do that because that's what you love to do. That's what you spend your time doing all day long. So you need the training and you need to learn more about it so that you can make it your career. And I said, but don't stress yourself out about trying to figure out what your forever thing is going to be because I promise you at 18, you're never going to know. But it was the you can do whatever you want. You can go for this right now and then later two years into college, change your mind and go, oh, you know, this is actually not what I want to do. And you might have to change. But I wanted her to know that no matter what she chose, no matter what she did, just believe in yourself that you can do whatever you want and go for it. So if you didn't have that, you grew up in a home where there was a cap. You go and you get a nine to five that pays, you know, minimum wage and help with the bills. This is real life, little girl. How do you grow up to be an adult that goes, you know what? I can do whatever I want. I can make whatever I want. There is no limit to how much money I can make because I can grow my own business and I can show up and work my ass off if I want to and create what I want to create. I can live a whole different lifestyle than the one I grew up in because I can create the life that I want. I think sometimes we get so caught up in how we grew up, what someone said we can do, whether it was parents, family members, a teacher, it didn't matter. You know, sometimes people grow up and believe that for the rest of their lives and they put caps on themselves. I can't do more than this nine to five job that pays me minimum wage. I can't do more than what I'm already doing to try to better my health and it's just not working. So whatever, why even try? I can't do more in my life. Like I have this chaotic life. My house is always a mess, but this is how I grew up. Like this is reality. So I can't have a nice home that, you know, I walk into and immediately it's organized and I find it to be peaceful. Like I can't have that. I didn't grow up in that. Nobody has that. People need maids for that. No, you can create all of these things in your life. You just have to believe that you're able to do it. You have to take action, action that maybe is so foreign to you because you've never seen it happen as children. Okay, so here's another example. Growing up, I never, never was around anyone that would wake up and work out. I never saw anyone work out in my life growing up. So exercise and fitness, it wasn't a thing. And now 
It's part of my everyday life. It is part of my routine and what helps me. But I had to learn how to create that for myself. I had to look at my life and go, okay, what are the things that people are doing that's helping them be successful and have these amazing lives? Okay, because they're possible. I know social media sometimes shows you things and it's like, yeah, mm-hmm, you have a great life. Your life is perfect. But that's just not the reality. People's lives are not perfect. Everyone has some things going on. But there's also very true that some people are really good at identifying what needs to change in their lives and then learning okay, so I want to do this. I want to live this type of life. So what are people doing who live that type of life? What do they do? What do they their day look like? And then you start implementing those things. You start slowly learning what it is that you need to do, what your routines need to look like, what you should spend your time with. So if you're looking at, you know, removing stress and having more peace and joy and like calmness, tranquility. Tranquility is my favorite word. My husband makes fun of me sometimes because he'll be like, oh, are you trying to create your tranquility? (laughs) When I'm like sitting outside, just taking in the sun and listening to the birds and like, you know, just slowly rising in the morning. Yes, I am. This is like my tranquility moment. Okay. And I love it. I love it. It's like my favorite thing to do in the morning. But when you're trying to remove stress and create more of that, more peace, how do you do it? You know, you look at someone and go, man, they live such a peaceful life. What do they do? They have a routine. They wake up. They maybe don't grab their phone. They don't watch the news. They read and work on their personal development. If they're religious, they read the Bible. They connect with God. They spend time quietly just taking in the sun. They put things into their routine that's going to help them create that. And now Every day they do that, right? And all of a sudden you have this life where you wake up and the first thing you do is you slow down, you know, give yourself time to wake up and be at peace. How do you build a successful business? You learn what you need to do every single day from people who are doing it and you start putting and implementing those things into your day and taking action on those things. And guess what? With time and effort, your business is going to grow too. How do people lose weight? Well, They start eating better, making better choices in their nutrition. They start exercising more. They start being mindful, not just randomly choosing what to eat and drink and like not even thinking about it. Now they're being more mindful and going, okay, so I'm hungry. What should I eat? Oh, maybe I should plan my meals. So that way I don't even have to question it during the week. But oh, I'm at work. I don't have my lunch with me. What should I eat? Should I go to that fast food place or Can I just go to the other store right next to it and just pick something healthier? You know, it's those small little choices. They're not really giant things. You know, you don't have to completely change your life from one day to another to try to pursue these things. It's these small little things that you have to do every single day to create that as your reality so that you automatically are living that life. But it's not going to happen automatically by itself. It's not going to happen by you trying to force yourself to change everything because then you're going to feel exhausted. It's going to happen by taking a look at what are the little things that people do to get to this life, to get to this goal. And then you start implementing those things a little at a time and you start adding them into your life, into your routine, and you do it over and over and over until they are a habit of yours. It is what you go to without even thinking. You know, people say, how do you plan out your workouts? I don't. I literally print the calendar for my workout program that tells me what workout to do each day. And that's all I do. 
I do not plan when I'm going to work out because I do it at the same time every single day. It is part of my routine. I have the same routine every single day. So questioning, am I getting my workout in today? It just doesn't happen. When I sit down to work, how do you get so focused? How do you do all this work that you're doing? I don't even think about it because it's already planned out in my planner. I know what I'm doing. If it says working on the podcast, guess what? I am working on the podcast. I'm not scrolling social media. I'm not responding to DMs. I'm not in my email. I am working on the podcast. And so it's just taking those things and adding them into your day. And when I talked about the lack of belief and how you grew up being, why it may be affecting how you pursue your goals as an adult is because one, it's really true. And then two, we see this happen so much. So the other day I came across this video and it was this girl. She might have been maybe 19 years old, 18, 19. She looked real young and I think she was in her car and she was just crying. She wasn't saying anything. It just had words on the video. And the words said, the feeling you feel when you tell your parents that you were accepted to, and I think it was either medical school or law school or something major, okay, something, a career that she wants to do. And it said, when you tell them that you were accepted to the school and they don't care. And this poor kid is like sitting there crying. And I thought, this is a problem. We as parents, especially like old school parents, I think, this may happen to more. I'm not sure. I mean, like I would have to sit down and talk to a bunch of old school parents to really figure this out. But from what I have gathered and I have seen and the few people that I have talked to, when you have limiting beliefs on yourself, when you were limited, you tend to pass that forward to your children. And I'm watching this kid and I'm just like, oh, so everybody in the comments is being so supportive. Thank God, because, you know, sometimes that can go left. But everybody's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm proud of you. Because all she wanted was for her parents to be proud of her. And that's not what she got. And so everyone's in the comments like, don't worry about it. I'm proud of you. Continue. This is amazing. You're doing great. And like cheering her on. And I thought, see, that needs to start in the home first. It's amazing that you can find a community out in the world because there are some amazing humans that can do that for you. But the meaningful ones, they're in your home. Your parents, your family, those are the ones that should be giving you that support and helping you through something that's going to be really hard and challenging, but them letting you know that they're proud of you and they know you can do it. That is all that child wanted. And so it got me thinking to this entire episode. And I said, you know, this is why a lot of people have issues when they grow up, because how many Instagram posts have you came across lately of grown women talking about the trauma that they have to work through now in therapy because of how they grew up? And it could be in all kinds of topics. It could be that because you didn't have supportive parents or you had parents that believed that you were only capable of so much. So why even try to do more? It could be people that grew up in a home that was trashed all the time and they grew up with issues because of that. I mean, like I've seen so many different things and I'm just like, see, and this is why you have to do personal development. This is why you have to go to therapy if you need therapy. This is why you have to work through this stuff, because if you don't work through it, it's going to destroy you. It's going to keep destroying you. If you don't spend time identifying what happened in your life that's making you be paralyzed to go after your future, you're never going to figure it out and you're going to stay in this place and never reach your goals. Don't let someone's doubt, and I don't care who it is, it could have been your parents, it could have been a sibling, it could have been someone really close to you. Don't let someone else's doubts stop you and make you believe that you're not capable of doing it. One thing that I want you to remember is that no matter how you grew up, no matter how much support you didn't have, no matter if you grew up feeling alone, 
You can create the life that you want to create. You can map out the total opposite of how you grew up and the lifestyle that you grew up in the home that you grew up. And you can create the life that you want and create the home environment that you want. And you can build the family that you want. So if you're having children, if you're married and you're starting to build your family, you can build the family you want. And it could be the family that you wish you had. Well, you can build that for yourself. It doesn't have to look the same of what you got. And I want you to remember that every single day because you have the power of creating that. No one can take that from you. So that is what I have for you today. I know this was a little bit of a longer episode, but the topic is so important. And I wanted to have an opportunity to really pour into you, pour belief and let you know how capable you are because uh, it's so heartbreaking to see women my age really struggling with their emotions and having to figure out why they didn't get what they needed as children and how that's affecting them now. And it's really sad to see people give up on their dreams because that's just not what they grew up believing. But the beautiful thing is that you can change those. Those are just thoughts. The beliefs that you have that were put in your head from growing up, those are not set in stone forever. That does not have to be your reality. You can change that. And so I hope you get excited. If you were in a place where you're feeling like, oh, this is just my life. This is how I grew up. This is how my parents grew up. Nobody in our family has done anything amazing. You can change that. You can be the first one. I really hope this helped you today. I would love to know if it did. So please do me a favor. Scroll down if you are on Apple Podcast and leave me a review. I would totally appreciate that. That is what helps the podcast grow. This is how they show the podcast to other people so that other people can come and listen to it. So I would really appreciate your support. And if this hit home with you, share it on your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories. Because I promise you, there is someone out there struggling that needs to hear what I talked about today. I know I needed to hear it at one point in my life. And I know there's so many that need to hear it too. All right. I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.